Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! 
husband. Wife. Um, it's the end of First Samuel. It sure is. And we're gonna do a what's it called? Uh, I think it's called a wrap up. Oh yeah, or a summary or whatever. Whatever the fuck it is, yeah. end of the book. And a pop quiz. And a pop quiz. Are you ready for this? I'm as ready as I'm gonna be. Okay. All right, let's go do this. Okay. All right, so I'm going to tell you some things about 1 Samuel. Okay. The book of. The book of. Yes. Got it. It is the story of Israel's transition from a theocracy to a monarchy. Ah. That's why they're so preoccupied with kings and shit. Right, because remember, they used to have judges, right? Right, right. And then the people were like, we want a king. We want a king. (laughs) Right. And so... It's their transition from one to the other. Yeah. That's why it's real choppy and weird and not good. Got it. Hey? Yeah. Samuel, the book, the Uh guy. Yeah. The legend. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He represents the old rule of the judges. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Saul represents Israel's failed attempt at monarchy. Ah, yeah. Because he's a badin. Yeah. Okay. And then David, who's supposed to be awesome and we're supposed to love him, even though we think he's kind of a dick. Right. He represents God's ideal king. I see. I see. Even though we should keep in mind that um, God and Samuel were both like, well, we'll let you have a king, but we're not fucking happy about it. Yeah. Remember, God told Samuel, they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting me. Right. Right. So, so he shouldn't be happy that there's any kings. Right. At all. Exactly. So... But whatever. Let people I mean, go on to God, people. God's going to, you know, be fickle. So. Right? Yeah. So that is a large general overview. But okay. now I wanted to kind of do a remember what all happened. Sure. Because yeah. I kind of forgot until I did this summary. Okay. All right. So remember the the book starts out and, and we had just come out of... Um, well, the book of Ruth, but pretending that that doesn't exist. Sure. We had just come out of a time of judges. Right. Right? Right. And the priesthood in Israel was in a state of decline. Okay. Remember? Because there were like... There was like bad and good and But mostly whatever, bad judges. Mostly bad, right. Right? Yeah. And Israel's chief priest at the time was Eli. Okay. And then Eli's sons were disobeying God's laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right? Do you remember all this yeah, kind of? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, until I do a summary, it's hard to remember what fell in which book. Right. So. And there's lots of names in this book. I mean, they're like in the Bible in general. So, like, names with me with the Bible are like. So bad. um, Who's that again? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, this this really helped me, I think. Right. Remember what all happened and who was a key player. Right. So, remember, Eli's like, my sons are awesome. And the people and God are like, "Mm, not so much, my guy. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And so, the. God declared that he's going to choose a new priest from Israel from outside Eli's family. Yeah, and it was the chick that uh, begged to have the kid, and then she dropped him on the... the Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, God began delivering messages to Samuel, Israel's next judge. Right. Okay. Okay. Now, Samuel was born to Hannah, as we just said, Mm -hmm. who was a previously barren woman, and... Because she begged God, please let me have a baby. When she finally did, it was Samuel, and she gave him to the church, to Eli. Right. To be raised as a Nazarite. Yeah. And then she was able to have children after that. Right. Because she, you know, did her promise. Yeah. 
Yeah. So then Samuel came to be recognized as a prophet throughout Israel. Okay. And um, the Philistine guys, they killed Eli's sons and they captured the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, that's that? right. Yeah. And then the, the plague with the mm-hmm. boils and the rats and whatever. Yeah. So when they captured it, though, Eli fell over dead. Right. I remember that. That was kind of funny, That was actually. kind of the funny. Way they, the way they just, like... He just fell over yeah, dead. Yeah, he just the fell end. over dead. Yeah. And, yeah, so there was all that boils and rats and whatever. Right. And so then the Ark got returned. Oh, and remember, he knocked over... Um, the Ark supposedly knocked over their um, precious idol. Right, right. And also, they sent it back on a wandering cow. Yeah, yeah. So... So they sent it back to Philistine, and after it... Or, yeah, they sent I'm it back sorry. To, yeah. They sent it back to Israel. The Philistines became very sick and all that, and so then they sent it back on a wandering cow. Right. And so then the Israelites demanded that Samuel appoint a king. Right. I remember that. Okay. Yeah. They were like, give us a king. Give us a king. And so then God told Samuel who should be the king, and the following day, a man named Saul appeared, and he was inquiring about some lost donkeys. I remember we thought he was all right at first. Mm-hmm. I thought he was, you know, yeah. he was seemed just a okay. farmer guy. Yeah. Kind of like David, just a farmer guy. Right, right. Right? Yep. And then um, King Saul, even though, like, okay, so he became king, right? Right. And then even though he was doing a lot of good things in battle, soon he started disobeying God. Like, remember, um, he was told um, when you do these battle things, um, like defeat all of the people and burn everything. Right, but he, he was kept saving some. some of the plunder and like right. not following that exactly. So. Right, he was. He's a that that whole thing is supposed to represent um, the fact that he was choosing his earthly um, desires to do his religious things, like what he was used to as a normal man, right. above his godly kingly duties. Right. What so, it what it brought to my attention was more along the lines of why the fuck aren't they dying they're not obeying god yeah like that would have happened in earlier chapters it in earlier books so like it's so weird yep but yep i'll probably be saying that to the end of the old testament because i'm like there's there's multiple different types of gods Mm-hmm. Multiple. definitely definitely so god led samuel to the town of bethlehem to choose a new king since you know saul wasn't right doing good and then Samuel anointed Jesse's youngest son, David, a shepherd as king. Right. Only. <laughs> only. Only that glosses over the fact that there was the two different timelines as to yeah. what was happening. Yeah. Yeah, that would, that that's that that got the first Samuel book off on a really bad track. Because, mm-hmm. like, what? Yeah. What is going on? Because it was two different stories combined right. like, into one. At least two different stories. Right. So God withdrew his power from Saul, and he cursed Saul with psychological distress in the form of an evil spirit. Right. Didn't he go, like, loony? He went loony. like, he kind of was, yeah. like, rant and then raven. And then David soothed him with his harp. But not right. really. But, yes, he did. But that had already happened. But what? Sure. Yeah. Because yeah. everything was out of order. Right. So the Philistines again threatened to attack Israel. But right. this time they brought their, their fun Goliath with them. Right. And this is where we get into a famous story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
David killed him, killed the Goliath, which is just a nine foot tall guy. Right. So super tall. He killed him with a single stone shot from his sling. Ah, uh, not necessarily killed him. Knocked him the fuck out. Yes. And then took his head off and with the goddamn sword. And then took his head off with the sword. With, with the Goliath's own sword. Was it with Goliath's own sword? Mm-hmm. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Because um, the whole cool thing about David is that, um, not cool to me, but like what they consider cool, is right. that he had said, no, I don't need any weapons. I don't need any armor. Right. And I just have my faith in God. Right. So he went in. That's why... Him and his slingshot took him down, and then he used Goliath's own sword. Got it. To chop off his head. Okay. All right. So yep. that immediately made the people very happy and sing his praises. Right. And so Saul became insanely jealous of David. Right. And yes. yes and that, that that's is... the rest of the book, basically, is, <laughs> right. is Saul. Spear throwing and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and chasing. Mm-hmm. Saul's son, Jonathan, became David's quote-unquote intimate friend right which i think they were lovers but whatever whatever saul attempted to kill david with a spear multiple times right and and he, his son. he called his son a stupid son of a whore right which was my favorite part yeah and then saul sent david on a suicide mission to kill a hundred philistines yeah and david brought back 200 foreskins so saul begrudgingly rewarded david with his daughter Michael's hand in marriage. Right. And then Michael and Jonathan helped David flee from Saul. Right. And then David built an army, and he was joined by a priest. Yep. And then Saul pursued David into the desert, and David spared the king's life twice. Yeah. Do you remember those two times? Well, the first time he was taking a piss in a cave. And he chopped off the hem of his robe. Right. And then the second time... They were sleeping in a camp, and it was night, and they snuck up on him with his somebody else that he was with, mm-hmm. and they, they snuck right past all the all the sleeping people in a circle. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they have no guards well, guarding their fucking king. It did mention briefly that God put the whole camp to sleep. Okay, whatever. So that Saul and his guy could Fine. sneak into David's camp. Okay. Or, no, backwards, sorry. David and his guy could sneak into Saul's camp. Right, and then they snuck in and, like, stole his water and... His spear. And his, yeah, that. Yeah. The yeah. water bottle that was by his head as well as his spear. Right. And both times, David was like, I could have killed you, but I didn't. I find it interesting the things that God gets involved with mm-hmm. and the things that he doesn't get involved with. Right. Like, he helps them put people to sleep so they can steal a water bottle and a spear. Right. But, I mean, I mean, what? Yeah. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. It makes no goddamn sense. Right. So both times David was like, could have killed you, but I didn't. Yeah. And both times Saul expressed remorse and begged for David's mercy. Yeah, but obviously didn't mean it very well Mm, mm because, you know, he's like, now I'm going to try to kill you again. Yeah. Every fucking time. So it's pointed out that David, after the second time, um, was told by God that you're going to be fine. Right. But he did not. This is like the beginning of David's demise. Yeah. He did not trust God's word. He trusted experience and history and was like, I don't think that Saul is going to stop trying to kill me. Right, right. So he took refuge with the Philistines. Sure. And the first time that he did that, remember, he acted cuckoo because the guy, um, Akish, right. he knew was going to recognize him yep. or did recognize him. Right. So Akish let him go. But then he came back again and it was either... 
the Akish or his son or somebody. somebody didn't recognize him and was like, thought he was all that in a bag of chips. Right. And let David stick around. But they did know he was an Israelite, though, right? They knew he was an Israelite, but they they thought that he was betraying the Israelites. So Akish was like, that is so fucking awesome. He's going to do great for us because, you know, he is actually from an Israelite. So God is going to be on our side. Right. And the men are going to be behind us because we've got an Israelite with us. Not only an Israelite, but David. Yeah. So that was cool. Right. And... David kept killing um, Philistines, but telling them, "JK, I'm I'm really killing um, Israelites." Right. And Akish believed him, but Akish's guys did not. Right. So Saul was like, "This cannot stand with these Philistines and David over there and all that." So he consulted the witch of Endor. Which is the best name ever. I know. That needs ever. to be a story. It needs to be a movie. Definitely. Like, I need to see this happen. Right. And he bade the spirit medium to conjure up Samuel's ghost. Yep. And Samuel's ghost was like, you gonna die. And <laughs> right. your kids are gonna Which die. ended up being... Yep. Correct. And that so. is exactly what happened. And Apparently, they died yeah. fighting the Philistines. Since it was correct, I guess that makes the Witch of Endor... A prophet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because if it's correct, then you are in God's favor. Except that she did not say those words. Samuel did. She merely okay. conjured, him up, conjured him up. Fair enough. And that's how the Bible was mean to her and did not include her as a prophet. But they really should have. Got it. Yeah. So, um, at the end of that, um, the Philistines are winning and... Saul is like, oh, shit. And he's like, kill me so that they don't get me. And his arms bear was like, not so much. I'm not going to kill you. Right. So then Saul fell on his own sword. And then his arms bear fell on his own sword. And all his kids had died. And that's the end of First Samuel. Okay. All okay. right. Yeah. So now that we are caught up on all that, are you ready for a 20-question pop quiz? I am ready. Let's give this a shot. See how... Shitty I can do this time. (laughs) Who taunted Hannah about her inability to have children? Multiple choice. Taunted Hannah. This is Saul's mom. Okay. All right. Leah, Penina, Naomi, or Rachel? Uh, Gonna go with Naomi? I honestly don't remember. I don't either. Is that really from this book? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's at the very beginning. She couldn't have children. Okay, That's okay. why. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. she gave Saul, yeah, when yeah, she finally yeah. got pregnant, okay, she gave right. Saul to Eli. Sorry, I just, it's, yeah, it seems like forever ago. I know. And it's only 31 chapters. Right. Okay, this is one where we don't get the answers till after we submit them. Hey, that's fine. Okay, just letting you know. Okay. What was Eli's job? Multiple choice. Priest, counselor, baker, blacksmith. Eli, Eli. Um... Wow. She literally gave her son to... Oh, he was a priest. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Wow, I'm I'm okay, you're, really. You're not awake. No, I, I'm tired. I'm I know. Tired. You're not all here. No. Wake the fuck up. I'm, yeah, well, yeah. Okay, number three, multiple uh-huh. choice. Okay. How did Eli die? He was shot by an arrow. 
He was poisoned. He died in his sleep. He fell off his chair. He fell off his chair. He sure as fuck did. <laughs> One of my favorite parts of the I book. I know. <laughs> Number four, multiple choice. Yep. In the house of which god did the Philistines place the Ark of the Covenant? Dagon, Ashtaroth, Molech, or Beelzebub? I think it was the first. What was the first one? Dagon. I think it was Dagon. I'm pretty sure it was Dagon. Number five, multiple choice. Yep. In which city was the Ark of the Covenant given back to the Levites? Okay. Kariath Jerem, Beth Shemesh, Timnath, or Mizpah? Hmm. Um, what was the second one again? Beth Shemesh. What was the first one? Okay. Kariath Jerem, Beth Shemesh. I'm going to go with Beth, Shem- Beth Shemesh. Okay. At least I- that's my... I want to say Timnath, but oh, I don't remember okay. any of them. All right. I could be wrong. Number six. How was the Ark returned? Multiple choice. I know this one. Okay, what was it? How? Yeah. It was sent down the river in a boat. No. The Philistines carried it by hand. No. Nope. No. It was carried on a cart pulled by cows. Yep. That one. Or it was strapped to a chariot and pushed down a hill. <laughs> nope. It could have been, though. Right. Number seven. What did the people demand from Samuel? Lower taxes, a king, more psalms to be written, or a better army. A king. A king. Number eight. Which tribe was Saul from? Judah, Benjamin, Dan, or Simon? Pretty sure it was Benjamin. I think you're right. But it might have been Judah. No, it's Benjamin. Okay. Number nine. Which animals did Saul's father tell him to search for? You know this one. Uh... Probably, go, but le- le- read them off. You don't know it? I, not like hardcore know it, no. So you don't know it? And I thought I can, just read them off, just read them off. Donkeys, pigs, sheep, or horses? Donkeys, pigs, sheep, You horses. don't know it? it? I read it in the summary. Is it sheep? No, it's donkeys. Donkeys, okay. I'm almost positive it's donkeys. Okay, we'll go with donkeys then. Yeah, stupid. I Sorry. Number 10. Who besieged Jabeth Gilead during the reign of Saul? The Ammonites, the Hittites, the Moabites, or the Edomites? You know what? I have no fucking idea because they are all the same to me. No, yeah, right. Um, well, say those again. Am- Ammonites, Hittites, Moabites, Edomites. I'm going to go with the Ammonites. Sounds good. Number 11. What did Jonathan eat? Despite Saul telling his troops that they were not to eat it until they were victorious. Wasn't it honey? Uh Uh-huh. Honeycomb. The choices are milk, lamb, honeycomb, and bread. Okay. Yeah. Honeycomb. Yep. Number 12. Who killed Agag? Samuel, David, Saul, or Jonathan? Agag. I don't even remember who Agag is. I mean, I remember the name, but I can't remember what he did. So what were the choices again, though? Samuel, David, Saul, or Jonathan? I'm going to go with Saul. Okay. Because if I don't remember, it must have been earlier, right? So that's, sure. that's my thinking here. Sure. Okay. I would have gone with Jonathan just because but, he's but the why? odd he one was out. Like, yeah, no, no. I don't know. Number 13. What job did David first do for Saul? Harp? Yeah. Here's your choices. Yeah. Gardener, chef, shepherd, musician. Ah, yeah, musician. Yep. Number 14. How many shekels of brass did Goliath's coat of armor weigh? 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000. Let's go with 5,000. Sounds great. I don't fucking care. I don't know. know. Yeah. Number 15. Complete this quote. 
multiple choice. Okay. Saul has killed his thousands, but David his... Tens thousands. Yep. Your choices were tens of thousands, millions, hundreds of thousands, hundreds. Got it. But no, I'm pretty sure it was tens of thousands. I know it's tens of thousands. Number 16. What did Michael place in David's bed to trick Saul's messengers into believing that David was ill? An idol. No. No? To trick the guys into thinking that he was ill. Okay, what are the choices? Uh, oh, you were right, probably. I know. <laughs> a pig, an idol, feathers, or sacks of potatoes. Yeah, idol. An idol, yeah. You're where, right. Where, where was your brain at? I don't know. I'm tired too. Shut okay, up. Okay, all right. Number 17. What did David do when he visited King Akish in Gath? Uh, I, go ahead and read the choices. Cause, oh, I thought you would know this. Um, he pretended to be insane. He gave oh. the king a gift. He offered him his friendship or he killed the king. Yeah, he pretended to be insane. Doy. Number 18. Where did David cut off the corner of Saul's cloak? In a cave. In a cave, in a forest, by a river, or under a tamarisk tree. But cave. In a cave, yeah. Number 19. Which of the following did Saul not turn to for advice towards the end of his life? God. <laughs> I don't know. What are the choices? Dreams, prophet of Baal, a witch or medium, and a Urim. A Urim? What the fuck's a Urim? The Urim and the Thummim. Oh, that's right. Uh, say those again, then. Which of the following did Saul not turn to for advice towards the end of his life? Okay, and what are the choices? Dreams, which, yeah, he did. Remember, he was like, I've done my dreams, and I've done my lots, and I've okay. done... Um, Prophets of, I don't know, it's dreams, prophets of Baal, a witch or medium, and Urim. Prophets of Baal? I think that would be it. Yeah. Yeah, because he did all the other things. Right. Okay, number 20. Where was Saul's final battle? Mount Moriah, Mount Hermon, Mount Olives, Mount Gilboa. I'm going to go with the last one, Mount Gil that's Gilboa. That's the one I would have. But I honestly don't know exactly. I don't know either. So... Okay. How do we do? Hold on, I gotta put in a name before I'm allowed to submit this. Oh man, always I with know. the names. I, mean, I know, right? What the fuck? Okay. Oh, we got number one wrong. Damn it. Who taunted Hannah about her inability to have children? It was not Naomi. It was not Naomi. Naomi was in the book of Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. I suck. I let you have it though. Yeah, I know. It I was Penina. Penina, okay. Okay, number two, what was Eli's job? We got that right, it was priest. Okay. Number three, how did Eli die? We got that one right. He fell off his chair. That's easy. I know. Number four, in the house of which God did the Philistines place the Ark of the Covenant? We got that one right. It was Dagon. Nice. Number five, in which city was the Ark of the Covenant given back to the Levites? We got it right. It was oh, Beth Shemesh. Awesome. Good on you. All right. Number six, how was the Ark returned? Of course, we got that one right. right? It was carried on a cart so pulled easy. by cows. It's funny, they're either, like, totally easy or ridiculously hard. Right. Number seven. We got this one right. What did the people demand from Samuel? A king. That one was easy, too. Yep. Number eight. We got this one right. Hmm. Which tribe was Saul from? Benjamin. That's all me. That was all you. Number nine. We got this one right. Which animals did Saul's father tell him to search for? Donkeys. That was all you. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't remember that one. Yeah, well. That one was easy in my in my mind. Yeah. Number 10, we got it right. Who besieged Jabesh Gilead during the reign of Saul? We 
guessed the Ammonites yeah. and we got it right. Well, I mean, it was a. I thought I had remembered them fighting them at one point, so that's why they I was have fought that. all of these guys at one point. Right, right. right I I could have gone with any of them, sure. and still wouldn't care. Right. Number 11, we got right. What did Jonathan eat? Despite Saul telling his troops that they were not to eat it until they were victorious. Honeycomb. That was easy, too. But you know what? The way they phrase that question, what did Jonathan eat despite them being told not to? Right. That's they not fair. They leaked a little bit out there because, you know, he, he wasn't told not fucking, to. Yeah. That's, I hate the way that question is phrased. He mention, didn't disobey anybody. It was also a ridiculous rule in the first place. Yeah. Don't eat no honey. Like, why? Right. That's stupid. Like, it would make sense today because... If we were told, hey, nobody eat honey because we're trying to help the pollinators survive, like, there's something to be said about why right. today. Back then, it was just so fucking, don't step on a crack or you'll break your mother's back for no reason. Right, right. And suddenly it's true. What? Yep. Okay, we got number 12 wrong. Oh, no. Who killed Agag? It wasn't Samuel. It I didn't was say Samuel. Did oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't Saul. It okay. was Samuel. Oh. Sorry. Okay. I get them mixed up. We guessed Saul, but it was actually Samuel. Okay. Number 13, we got right. What job did David first do for Saul? That Musician. Was yeah. Number 14, how many shekels of brass did Goliath's coat of armor weigh? You got it right. It was 5,000. I just picked the highest one because I'm like giant. Yeah. Okay. Why Whatever. Not? Number 15, we got right. Complete the quote. Saul has killed his thousands, but David his... I mean, tens of thousands, it's a famous Duh. quote. Duh. It's a famous Jeez. quote. We all know it. Come on now. I mean, is even Saul a prophet now? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Number 16, we got it right. What did Michael place in David's bed to trick Saul's messengers into believing David was ill? What was it? An idol. An idol. I apologize. That's right. I bow to your superiority on that one. Number seventeen. What did David do when he de- when he visited King Achish and Gath? He pretended to be Looney Tunes. Did we get it right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Number eighteen. We got this one right. Where did David cut off the corner of Saul's cloak? That was easy. In a cave. Right. Number nineteen. We got it right. Which of the following did Saul not turn to for advice towards the end of his life? It was the prophets of Baal. Okay. And number 20 we got right. Where was Saul's final battle? Mount Gilboa. All right. We scored 18 out of 20 for Damn. a 90 fucking percent. Hell yeah, we did good. We kicked that Bible's That's ass. That's the best quiz we've done so far, I think. I know, right? Like, I don't, we usually miss a bunch. We do. We're like, we oh, suck at thank this. God we passed. Yeah. Because, you know, we didn't know shit. Yep. But this time we knew it. We got an A. Yeah. Nice. Must be paying better attention these days. Well, the story was a little less confusing and more followable. I guess, sort of. I don't know. Maybe. I was, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. All right, so. um, It was more of a story rather than random facts. Right, right. That is true. But still a bad story. Well, yeah. more multiple same stories. Yes. Ish. Ish. So. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so that was that's First Samuel. That's First Samuel. We kicked that book's ass and we're done with it. We sure did. And uh, tomorrow, do we know what we're doing? Tomorrow we are starting our book club. Okay. Well, tomorrow you should all join us for our first episode of our book club. We're going to start back with, um, or no, tomorrow's just the introduction. Yeah. So. Um, I'm going to talk to you about... Asimov's Guide to the Bible 
And um, I picked up, well, I should say you picked up, husband, a hard copy of the the book. Um, it's two volumes in one because right. it was originally published as two volumes, the Old Testament and the New Testament. Right. And we're going to talk about the book and we're going to talk about Asimov and then we're going to read the introduction to the book. So if you want to follow along, go ahead and pick up your copy somewhere and yeah. That's what we're going to do. Okay. Sounds like fun. Whee! We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Hey, wife. I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.